When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Insidious. Insidious is a 2010 supernatural horror film directed by James Wan and written by Lee Wannell. It follows the Lambert family, who discover that dark spirits have invaded their home after their son inexplicably falls into an endless sleep. When they reach out to a paranormal professional to help, they learn things are a lot more personal than they thought. For this episode, we've also reached out to a professional uh, for a little bit of help. We're overjoyed to be joined by our friend Cass Page. Welcome, Cass. (laughs) A professional what? <laughs> hey, just your professional. I am a professional. You are the most yeah. professional. Yeah, can I ask, did that professionalism extend to, did you mean to pick this movie, Cass? No. Uh, <laughs> if I were to be honest, no. Uh, Tom asked what my favourite current horror movies are, mm. and I gave a bit of a list, mentioned this one, and I was like, oh, I'll give it a rewatch, and I started watching it, and I thought, huh, don't remember this happening, and then something else happened, and then I realised that, the man I was watching was not Ethan Hawke, and it turns out <laughs> I meant Sinister. <laughs> uh, which, which is a great movie. Okay, uh, yeah. Oh, no, actually, it's a bastard of a movie. Oh, it's scary. It's scary and rude. Yeah. yeah. I think the thing that got me about Sinister was when I first watched it, I knew nothing about going in, so I didn't know it was a horror film. Oh. So when it started, I thought it was going to be, like, scary in a very realistic murdery way. Right. So as it as it started, all the stuff started happening and I nearly turned it off because I was so disturbed. And then it started getting spooky. I'm like, all right. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. 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 Yeah. Different vibes. Singular. These would come out in a similar year, right? Sinister and Insidious. Yeah. Yeah. Pr- like, maybe like even cousins. the same year. Was Sinister 2010? I feel like they were. Sinister. Well, yeah. I think they came out around the same time. Yeah. And they both are like sit. Yeah. There's a sit in a single word, yep. negative connotation yeah. titles. Yeah. Big scary face in the posters. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Easily yeah, confused. Yeah. Yeah. Easily confused. Thank yeah. you. Very yeah. kind. Um, <laughs> both star actors who are 
in the similar vein in that Ethan Hawke and Paddy Wilson are both like similar guys. Yeah. Does that make like they're in, they both got the same vibe. Uh, Yeah, I guess. That guy vibe, you know? Yeah, Yeah. but I don't know. No one's fucking Ethan Hawke, are they? Whereas Daddy Wilson. I reckon a lot of people are fucking Ethan Hawke. I think Daddy Wilson's on top though. I think they've both got daddy energy though. They do have dad energy, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like kind of have forever. But Insidious Man is... A goober, I feel. Mm. He, he gives me goober vibes. He is a goober, but he's a he's a sexy goober. Like, he? not maybe, in this. He's know, hotter when he's in the in a car yeah, maybe playing Wilson. guitar <laughs> yeah, in the country. Now, now I'm thinking about him. He's maybe straddles that line between sexy dad and just like weird fucking kind of. I don't know, gross man? No, he's not gross. That's kind of like, is in that Stephen King one we watched. Yeah, but he's grass. evil in that one. He's an evil real estate agent. Mm. Oh, that role would suit him? In a polo. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, and the right. collar's popped he's, a lot. He's yeah. found his niche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but just to clarify, yeah. they're not character actors per se mm. because they're, a, they, they're not like out and out crazy kind of actors. Yeah. But they're in that like gap between what like A-list yeah. and character actor. There is the... Ethan Hawke, Patrick Wilson zone, right? Mm. Sure. I'm trying to think who else is in there. Michael Stahlberg goes in that that zone, I think. Keaton, oh, no, Keaton, he's character actor. Keaton sits in that zone, Michael Keaton. Yeah, I guess, yeah. What do you call that zone, Tom? The Patrick Wilson, Ethan Hawke, Michael Keaton zone. Okay, we need a better name for that zone. But I reckon, <laughs> if I'm thinking Birdman, could we, I could see. Oh, they're all leading men, 100%. But they're not like. I don't know. They're not Brad Pitt, George Clooney, correct? Man. Or, or Matt Keanu Damon or Matt Keanu, Damon. Yeah. Those, you know, they're not. Don Cheadle is in that bracket too. Keaton was Batman. Do you get what right? I mean? Mm. Yeah, Keaton was Batman. Yeah, but even as Batman, he was like people were like, "Oh, Keaton is Batman." Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this movie they swapped leads halfway through. Oh, as in it changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you meant they like swapped leads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. And then it was Ethan Hawke, yeah. and I was so confused. <laughs> Did you just like get two tapes and smush them together, cats? <laughs> I watched In Sinister. And <laughs> In Sinister. <laughs> so, had you seen this? Before at all? No. This was your oh, first wow. watch? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, That's why I started watching it. I'm like, I don't remember this. I don't remember this. And then there was more footage of Patty, and I was like, that's not Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> and I started, I typed in Ethan Hawke, and then Google was like, Ethan Hawke horror movie? I'm like, yeah, Ethan Hawke horror movie. And it was like, it's, it's like sinister. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but I think the other thing, too, that they have the similarity to is obviously single title. Similar vein actors, yep. similar word, but also like director writing team who team up to do stuff together a lot in yeah, Cargill, Cargill Derrickson. And then this is obviously Wan and Wanel who yep. did Saw and Wan Wan. Yeah. Wan, <laughs> Wan Wan. We've said it before. Best director Australia's ever had. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so Wan's one of ours? James oh, yeah. Wan is Australian and yep. so is Lee Wanel. That's why Angus was there. That's, That's why, why yeah. Angus was there. The majority yeah, yeah. of the cast are Aussies. I mean, one of them is Lee Wanel, so that yeah. definitely helps. Well, there's, yeah, what, there's three or four Australians in this? Well, there's really only. To America, well, uh, no, there's more than that, but yeah, like we've obviously got the other protagonist, um, Rose Byrne, yeah, and then Angus and Lee 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 yeah, Angus, Australia's finest, ah, one of the best. I really wanted someone to be like, "Thank God you're here." Fantastic. (laughs) That's all I picture him from that show. I like when whenever I see Angus pop up in anything, it's always such a pleasant surprise, and always like I'm always like, "Aw!" So I went to give him a goog, and I was like, I couldn't figure out how to do it. I went to type in Australian Angus and I'm like, I'm just getting beef. (laughs) (laughs) A wall of meat. (laughs) Steak, 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 steak. It's like insidious cast. I'll do it manually. Well, that's that's one for one with Google. Got it got you Insidious and Ethan Hawke pretty quickly, but didn't help with the Angus side of things. No. (laughs) But uh, yeah, full disclosure, this movie 
cooked. Oh yeah. yeah. Goofy as fuck. Yeah. I can watch this movie and I can be like, I understand how James Wan made The Conjuring. Yeah. And I also understand how he made Malignant and also Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Watching yeah. all rolled, all up rolled into one. Yeah. yeah. He's trying a lot of shit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a film of two halves, really. Right. I think like that first 40 minutes, which focuses on Rose Byrne, mm. is like unsettling. And I was a bit like, oh, I'm not comfortable here. The Wayne man's going right. to hurt me. And then it becomes, it really, by the time you get to the red-faced man's little workshop and he's got the grinding wheel and he's sharpening his claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just like, this movie can't frighten me anymore. It's no, just no, fucking no. wild. It, yeah. it does. I reckon they shock you when the goofy starts because the first part, I feel like my favourite part of any horror movie is always the psychological aspect of what's happening to the characters. Right. Like when and whenever there's gaslighting, especially between a couple, mm. and you sort of watch it twist. Like, have you guys done Midsummer yet? No, no. It's somewhat famously on it. I mean, it's it's the year of fear, so if we're going to do it. Yeah. I mean, hey, we've always wanted to. It just hasn't come up. Well, Tom's always negged it, so we've always never uh, gone that path. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. We fear, Cass, we fear it. Yeah. <laughs> but not nearly as much as we fear Hereditary. Yeah. No, yeah. There, there are two <gasps> movies that are banned on Scaredy Boys. Yeah. One of them is Midsummer, the other is Hereditary. Yeah. How banned? Banned. Um, Hereditary is way more banned than Midsummer. <laughs> yeah. Midsummer, I reckon we'll end up doing. Tom's making some inroads, but he's still got some work to go. I'm yeah. working on him. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think Hereditary, people have, because it's been out for so long, people have started making very funny memes and putting sound effects. Um, okay. Tony Collette being yassified was like one of the first <laughs> okay. people in, within the meme, the current meme, to, to be yassified. Mm. Very funny. So a lot of it, um, I've seen people put sound effects to some of the terrifying things that are happening in Hereditary. Right. And I, I th- I'd l- look. It's I I I would love to talk to you about them, even if it's not on the pod. Okay, I've got a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Wait, it, just the memes in general? Oh no, no the movie. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> um, they are. There's a it's it's moving day because there is a lot to unpack there. Oh, okay, oh, boy. yeah. Um, but yes, no, that whole starting act where she's a bit freaked out and she can't get anyone to believe her. Good, but also. Uh, I don't. It felt like it felt like you were too on her side right. to really get on board with um, that element, and I don't think the director was intending to confuse the audience and have the audience be like, right. "Oh, I don't know if she's actually experiencing this or not." Yeah. Um. You yep. don't doubt her sanity at any point. Yeah. Um, so it is disturbing for a different reason. You're just watching a person suffer. Yeah. Um, and whenever she tries to like ask for help, and I think. Or any portrayal of relationships like that on screen where someone is trying to ask their partner for something they need, even if they do it in an okay way, if they're not doing it, in, you can tell that their partner can't comprehend the thing they're actually asking for. Yeah. Like when yeah. you, because when you fight, it's never about the thing you're fighting about. Sure. Like it's always just like, I feel like it's underhand Maslow's hierarchy shit that you just got to <laughs> decipher. Um, but if you, if you don't know that, so whenever there's like that fight scene and yeah. the scene where like it's not, non-intentional gaslighting, all those things where you're just like, oh, my God, Mm. the real horror is being known. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, there's a definite shift because it starts to be like, okay, like maybe they're going to get on board, maybe he's helping the, it's, you know, a movie about relationships as well. And then the Goofy Squad show up and you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, this movie is now about hunting ghosts in a mind palace. It's it's I feel like all of a sudden in the film I realized that they'd already shown all the horror things. Like they mm. they'd revealed everything. Yeah. And it was sort of like, oh, but I've seen them. I'm not 
I don't think I'm scared. I've seen what they look like. Yeah. That's strange. And then it gets goofy and you're like, yeah. oh, why? oh, yeah, James, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's the point of overexposure, isn't it? Like you see it a lot in horror movies. Well, I think yeah. I think the last big scare is the the over-the-shoulder red-faced man with, yeah. with yeah. Paddy Wilson. Like yeah. the, the mum, the mum, his mum. Sees. His yeah. mum sees, yeah. When they're moved, they've moved house. By the I, and I think that works really well because it is goofy but it's so unexpected that it's like it's this weird clash and it's literally from that point that I think, yeah, you've you've played your hand now. And then Angus and Specs and Tucker. Tucker. Yeah, Specs. Such a yeah. Specs and Tucker? I love yeah. Specs is such a cooked – it's just such a silly name. Yeah. Later in the movie he gets hit and knocked to the ground and the medium lady's like, Specs! And it just makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. I laughed at that as well because I was yeah. watching with captions and I was just You're like right. – <laughs> <laughs> It just took me out of it because yeah. Yeah. I – I oh. forgot that it was his name, and I was like, maybe if we didn't read the word specs yeah. and watch this woman's anguish, yeah. I would have interpreted it a lot better and as it was intended. But yeah. Speaking of taking you out of it, there is a part of this, the editing, that broke my brain. Okay. And it's when uh, Paddy Wilson goes into, like, the Mind Palace thing and he finds his kid mm. and he's running towards him. He's like, Dad, they do, like, oh four or gosh. five yes. fade cuts in a row. For no fucking reason. Yeah. It's the most bizarre yeah. thing I think I've ever seen in a horror movie. Yeah. It's so weird. It felt like something you would put in a spoof movie as a spoof. Yeah. It's like, like look that, how many how, we can have. You know, like, you, I think I've seen it in like spoof movies where it's like characters running in slow motion, then hugging, and you might have all these different faded cuts. All different angles. Just yeah. Just that, but like in a- Legit. <laughs> quite a, supposed to be quite a scary moment yeah, where the red yeah. face guy's just up there, he could get you at any minute, and they just do these weird fade cuts. It was well, bizarre. Where does this fit in in the Wan Man's directorial- 2010 would be pre-conjuring. Boys, I've done, and Cass, your boys on this. And boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did some detective work. I am the IMDB Works detective. around the clock. Oh. Never sleep. Uh, IMDBD. Fu- yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun fact, Wan deliberately made this movie because while Saw had been really successful for him, yeah. he was worried that because it was so gory and violent, no one would hire him to do other stuff. So yeah, he wanted to prove right. he could do a horror without gore. So that's why there's... No blood or anything. Yes, there it's, is. Well, no, no, like it's not gore. It's yeah, not sore. True. Like yeah. he tried to tone it down and tried to make a more psychological right. kind of film. But that was yeah. his his thing. Yeah, okay. and it is all, was also like the third most successful film of the year that it came out. What? Filmed for a budget of one point five, made nearly a hundred million. Whoa, okay. he's the king. On him. He's like, the king of that. That's yeah, fucking that's pretty crazy. Yeah, but Damo, back to your point about the last probably big scare is the red faced man at the table. Yeah, and then we get. Specs and what was it? What was Tucker? Angus? Tucker? Specs and Tucker. I want to say Tucker. It yeah. feels like his name's. T- he looks like he should be called Tucker. I think it is Tucker because they introduced Tucker first, and I immediately just thought of Tucker and Dale. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is Tucker, and also I'm David. You just were saying how good a detective you are. You're like, <laughs> I want to say Tucker. Shrug. I don't know. <laughs> and then is it Elise? Is that the is that their yeah. boss? Yeah, that's the man. Yeah. yeah. So they come in, and that's interesting because. This is very conjuring because I think that movie is well the first one. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. And then you reach a point in the film where Patty Wilson and Vera come in and it's not really as scary anymore. It becomes like a bit more mm. procedural, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which is what happened here it. too. Once those guys come in, mm. it's actually just kind of like the, the silliness and the fun of it outweighs any kind of spookiness. What's oh, the weird sure. glasses that that weird camera glass thing that they're yeah, wearing? Yeah. They just yeah. look like idiots. Yeah. 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 I think injecting comedy into it that late felt really jarring. Yeah, And yeah. I feel I, I have a critique 
of across the board of films where if someone's trying to do a film that is in any way realistic and it's not a bit funny, that's mm. not realistic because life is very funny even when bad things happen. Excellent. Things are just funny. So if a film is intentionally removing or like because you, you have to remove the comedy from yes. life if you're yeah. making a film like that. So it's like, okay, that's a choice. Mm. But putting it in halfway <laughs> was very weird. That's yeah. another choice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And like – I like the tone at the start. It really set the tone literally from the opening credits where they had like those cuts to shots in the house and we're seeing so there's a little something creepy in the corner of every single shot. And I thought, oh, that's actually not bad. It's almost mm. like, oh, this is preparing you for the like, okay, here's the tone. Here's what you're getting in for. It's almost like just in case you weren't in the right mindset just yet, here it is, here we go. But then that's not the right mindset because you're right. As soon as the comedy comes in and the goofiness comes in, yeah. like that is so at odds with it, most of what we got for the first half. And like I, I was pretty. I was enjoying a lot of the first half. I think. I think. Yeah, the not believing stuff that never plays super well because it just gets a bit tedious. Where the idea of like if it's all in her head or not is always stronger because at least there's like the mystery of it. It's like that thing mm. where if our characters know something we don't, there's a mystery element that we want to figure out. But it didn't play that way. We knew exactly what she knew the whole way through. So there's no mystery. There's no real tension either because we know. We know what it is. In fact, like we could have played for tension if we knew more than she did. But yeah. again, that didn't happen either. Yeah. Paddy's a bit of a weirdo too in that like stuff happens to him in the house as well. And it's like he still doesn't quite take it seriously. It's kind of weird. And he's also, I just think, a, a, a bad man. He's a coward. Yeah. Mm. Because there's the break-in in the house. And like he yeah. knows for sure someone's definitely been right, here. Right, he's, right. I don't know if he sees anything, but he definitely sees the door and the alarm going off constantly. Yeah. And the very next night he decides, oh, I'm just going to pretend I'm, I have to work late, grade some school. papers. Yeah, it's like, like your family are at home yeah. and there's been a break-in the night before. Yeah. What is your problem, man? You're a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a really odd choice as well because like especially when you're going to shift to him as protagonist, mm. which I don't know, like that – I really hated that, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I like Rose Byrne, so th there's that side of it. But I just, yeah, I don't understand why we're it literally felt like two movies being shoved together. I don't know if they made like short films or something at some point and we're cramming together. But I thought he was such a weak character, and I actually yeah. didn't really like Paddy in this one at all. Mm -hmm. Like in in Conjuring, I think he's got a real he's he's clicked into who his character is. Obviously, his relationship with the Vera Farmiga character is really strong and like quite likable. But in this one, he was just a bit. Nothing. He was yeah. a polo shirt. Like, I didn't he want was, to wear him. I'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> he was a polo shirt. I think, Sean, what you said about it feeling procedural is a really good way to word it because there were so many points. Even with Rose Byrne's character at the start, it felt like less uh, like exposition of her character and more like, this is her, right. this is what she does and likes, and you're like, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> um, what else does she do? No, 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 no. <laughs> she does this and likes it. She sings and then she asks about her sheet music. <laughs> she, this is her thing. Um, and I found with like Patty Wilson's character as well, he was not a well-formed character. If anything, he was when you're – the first part of the film, he feels more like an antagonist, not in a yeah, like yeah. you know malevolent way. But you're watching it being like, oh, okay, I'm I know what's happening. We need to go with Rose Byrne. He is preventing this, and you're right. There's no tension in the same way, mm. but you're you're frustrated, and you're like, oh, it. Like as you're watching the movie, a lot of times horror films do sort of play out in a similar way, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes mm. we watch films to watch someone have a win or to sure. you know feel feel all those negative emotions in a way that we know we're still safe. And I think that's very cool mm. to go through that journey and that motion. But you're sort of watching it and you're like, all right, 
I remember thinking, okay, we're ramping up to someone having to save someone and mm. I assumed it would be her. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this person who has not been kind yeah. comes in with no character that has been given aside from like blocking every opportunity to help and then being mean yeah. Yeah. and yeah. not being helpful to be like, well, I guess i got to step up and it's like, you haven't even been shown to, obviously he does, but he hasn't even been shown to love his kid in the same way that they showed all yeah. of the really nice caring, yeah. everything going into like family protection and stuff that mm, Rose Byrne got, mm. and he just didn't get any of that. But he gets mind powers, yeah. powers. I already hate him because yeah. he's not helping his wife move house. Yeah. Right, right. He's doing nothing. He's like, oh, I'm too busy at school, and it's like, you can do both, mate. You can yeah. help out. Yeah, and it even plays like every time she's like, well, I'm a bit, frazzled because I've got to do all this stuff. And he's like, oh, he always seems like, oh, I just wanted to come home and have a nice, like, yeah, like it really plays her off quite rudely, I think. And in, then just forgets about her. And then forgets about her entirely. Yeah. yeah. I'd have liked this movie better if he remembered his past, like the paranormal shit that had happened. That's why he was. And he, that's why he's blocking her at every moment because he's like, I don't want to open myself up to that. That's fucked. Doesn't so if he denied, 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 and then cracked the egg open. That yeah. would have made yeah. sense. I think a lot of this film felt like, I, I don't know, almost playing a video game or something. Yeah, yeah. Procedural is the exact right word because, you know, you know what needs to happen and you're like, something needs to happen soon and no one's believing anyone. And then eventually. You know, his mum conveniently shows up and is like, yeah. "Do you know, like you, like you unlocked the right NPC?" She's like, yeah, "Well, yeah. you know, I know some things. Could you please speak to my friend?" And it's like, "Ah, oh, yes, click yes, interact with Elise." Yeah. And you go through, and it's like, "Ah, oh, two buffoons have showed up. Interact with buffoon." And every single thing is you just selected the right dial option. <laughs> oh no, I clicked the Angus meat option. Oh, oh, no. oh no, I got it. I've got the meat ending. Did you guys get meat ending? Oh, no, I didn't get meat ending. But so many parts of this film just feel like someone comes in and tells you something. Yeah. Like you're yeah. watching. You, yeah. It's very <laughs> expositional. Yeah. Particularly in the back half, which is weird because the first half, all the Rose Byrne stuff when she's trying to, when she's freaking out and this kind of, her marriage is in trouble and her husband's being a fuckhead and, and her kids she's sick. doing with her kids. That stuff feels really like kind of, it doesn't feel like things are spelled out for you in that first 40 to 45 minutes. Mm. It's only when the ghosts show up where it's like, so this is how ghosts work. This is how mind palaces work. Yeah. Also, Paddy, you're a wizard or something. Um, there's a goblin woman who lives inside your brain. Yeah, yeah. Like And like to take – that's the thing. I always like for supernatural horror stuff. Part of it for me is what is definitely personally what I like, which is like let's figure out the mystery of this supernatural yeah. thing. Where it never played for that either. Like it, it had so many options and it just seemed to continually choose the wrong ones in a way. And then – also, just before we get to our questions, like the ending entirely frustrated me. It wasn't really an ending. It felt like a to be continued. Yeah. And I just. It was I, terrible. I can't believe that was in a cinema release movie to sort of have a to be continued ending to it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it literally, I think the next year Insidious Chapter 2 came out or maybe yeah. a year after. So it already been locked in, do you know? I, I don't think so. I think it made a hundred times its budget. But more my thinking is like. Uh, like, that's a big ball swing to yeah. go, we're going to set up for a two. We don't know if we're getting this, it, but we'll pop it out there. This didn't end in a way to me that felt like they wanted to do another one. It just felt like a, here's a little twist ending. Yeah. And it was just shit. And I, it ended I and I really was like, oh, like I'm taking it, yeah. another star off my review because that's just like, <laughs> that's an unfinished meal. Yeah. I think a couple of things about this film that stuck out for me is it, it felt like it was attempting to – subvert some things and or like answer some questions that horror films often have. Okay. Um and 
one of the big ones is if the house is haunted, why don't you leave the house? Right, and that is like yeah. that is the biggest question in horror. Like if this bad thing's happening, why not leave? Why not call someone? And you see in horror films, they always try. Like there's always a scene where they're like, "No, my phone died," or like something like that, and it yep. feels a bit lazy. And they were trying to give a solid answer yep. that didn't feel that way. Mm. And I don't know if they did. Um, yeah, but then yeah. and then you know you've got the idea of a twist ending to a horror film, mm. which can be so fun and great, and to find something out and be like, oh my god, I want to watch it. But usually, usually a twist in a horror film it makes you want to watch it again. Yeah, and to relive the tension in a new way. And I think that's a mark of a really good film is mm. if you can enjoy it. With all of the tension in different spots, right? That, like, how cool is that? If you can re like live something twice in two different experiences, that involves such craftsmanship, mm. such such craftsmanship, and such mastery. Yeah. And it was just, it wasn't a twist; it was a flip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. After I'll, it already flipped once in a fairly unsatisfying way. Yeah, I yeah. I will say this though. Like I said before, the blueprints for what James Wan and also what Lee Wanner will do, yeah. are in this. Like. So obviously it's written by Lee, who goes on to write other things and work on things, but his big one is obviously Invisible Man, yep. which has got yeah, a lot of good call, there's Tommy. a lot of stuff in this that you see later in Invisible People, Man. Men not believing women not about believing, things. Well, yeah, yeah. Or, or just just having the idea of of what if you know how to solve the problem, right? And no one will give you the solution. Yeah, and that's a really cool concept, especially mm. for horror. And then mm. for James Wan, it's like, well, this is clearly. Conjuring and the goofy side of, of malignant. malignant, like yeah. that red-faced boy and uh, good old Gabriel have so much in common. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it just it's you can, yeah you can see their building, which I think is I'll forgive them. Mm. They, literally, this is this is really their their second project. Their, their first yeah, project yeah, was Saw, yeah. which kind of seems to have got away from them. In like again, James Wan is involved in so many fucking franchises. It yeah. is there are four Insidious movies. There's what nine Saws. There's three Conjurings. He's done plus the you know the, the spin-offs from the, the spin-offs, oh, yeah. the Nun, yeah. the Annabelle stuff. Yeah, we, we've we've talked about this every time we talk about him. But I think it needs to be said again. James Wan forever. Fuck you, Baz Luhrmann. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. all I have to say. Those I are your other options. Yeah. Wan or Baz. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Do you know what you have just made me realize? Something that I don't like about horror films that I've never realized before now is when a horror film turns into an action film. Oh, yeah. Like there'll be a point in the film where all of a sudden you don't have mystery, you don't have tension, it becomes an action sequence. It becomes a long action sequence. Everyone knows everything that's going to happen, which is so fine to have in a situation, but it's not horror anymore. Mm. And this does that. Yeah. This and yeah, and I think it was a very sneaky way to keep the budget down. Yeah, so yeah. much of that film was in one room where yeah. it was dark all around, and they could do sneaky cuts. <laughs> one point yeah. five million, and I think half of that would be for Patty Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason Angus Sampson and Lee Waddle play the two. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Worked for free. One guy's the writer, and the other one is his friend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> worked for Angus Beef Pie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Angus Sampson feels like he would work for pies. I don't know why he hasn't been in pie ads on TV. <laughs> it's he, right there. He, yeah. No, he was in the he was in the two minute noodle ads. Was he? Get him oh, on you, remember, ad. you remember the your mum loves it ads? Oh, is that him? That's him. Okay. He's in those ads. Okay. Yeah. I trust him. I yeah. do too. <laughs> I do. I'd buy anything. <laughs> You're right. This is going way back and we're way off topic. But there's something that warms your heart when you see like an Angus Angus Samson type show up in something. Like watching like season two of Fargo. Yeah. You're sitting there and he just shows up and you're like, hey. <laughs> What are you 
bloody doing in, buddy. in Minnesota in uh, yeah. 1975, mate? <laughs> do you feel represented? I do, I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the day I learned that um, Dewey and Justified is Australian. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. No way. <laughs> Great show. <laughs> so, Put you at ease. You're like, oh, all right, I'm oh. safe here. We're doing okay. <laughs> Angus is here. Yeah. It's, and it's also, it's not a Hemsworth. It's good. Yeah. Someone a bit rough. Yeah. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. Uh, were we scared? Yeah. Yeah. Initially. Yeah. yeah. There's That's- some big spooks in the first half. Yeah. Even, again, the you were saying, I don't know who was saying it before, the biggest scare yeah. is arguably red face behind Patty. That is... yeah. yeah. Nightmare fuel. Yeah, I, I can hate that. I watched this with my girlfriend, so the scares really slimmed out. It's just really hard because she just laughs at everything. Like she just <laughs> was not rattled at all by this. Just thought it was so dumb whole, from, from the, the from the beginning, right? Like yeah, there's that yeah. one where Rose Burns in the room and the my girlfriend said the weird vampire looking guy came for her, and right. I was a bit. I was like, oh, I was fucked. Yeah, yeah. She goes, this. She's just laughing. Thinks it's yeah. so dumb. Can I ask you that as someone who's a scary boy? Yeah, registered. Yeah. Can uh, <laughs> does like having her in the room when you watch horror? Do you prefer that or does part of you now like go, well, no, I want the full effect. I prefer it in the sense that I feel safer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because it, it, if someone's sitting next to you laughing hysterically, it's yeah. kind of hard to get in the zone. To the be immersion has been broken at that point. Sure. But yeah. For the purpose of the show, sometimes it's better to like turn every light off, put headphones yeah. on and be fully yeah. immersed in it so I can be scared. And put headphones on because yeah. she's laughing next to you. Yeah. She watches very little of them. Yeah. So like like I wish that she'd watched like As Above, So Below. Because right. that, I don't care what she says, that would have fucked her up. You reckon that would have got under her skin? I think so. It'd get under anyone's skin. That yeah. is, my girlfriend loves horror, which is worse. Problematic. <laughs> Difficult. <laughs> Difficult. Difficult yeah. for me to continue to live. Um, <laughs> You're a brave boy for loving her, mate. Yeah. Well done, you. Love makes us do dumb things. Yeah. <laughs> um, makes fools of us all. No, so as above, so below, anytime she talks about it, she's like, yeah, that's a, that's really scary. It, it's a bit it like is. she wants that itch that you chase. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that one, Cass? No. Yeah, I it? think it's going on my list. I think it will scratch the itch. Oh, yes. The- I do chase the itch. <laughs> this, this movie, while I was watching it, I wasn't scared and yep. um, I do like when horror's a bit camp and it leans into how silly it is and it can do both yeah. um, comfortably. Different to horror comedy but when it le- lets it be camp. There are a few sound effects like the little strings and yeah, scary noises yeah. and I loved them. And as I was watching it, I was like, oh, you've revealed the people too early. Like I'm more concerned about the horror of this woman's life and then mm. it switched and it became weird and I was like, oh, I don't love it. But then late at night. When I was getting ready to go to bed, the sensor light outside went off Ooh. and I left. <laughs> I was like, I'm haven't, going. Haven't been back since. I'm, I'm going, I'm going somewhere else. I can't stay here. Um, so, yeah, it, was, it, was, it, it tricked me. Gotcha. Wow. Yep. Slow burn. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. Sensor light outside went off and I was like, huh. <laughs> Bye. I like to imagine that, like, you ran, you were holding something, sensor life went off, and then like a cartoon, you ran, and the book or whatever you were holding was just spinning in the air after you had left. Do you know what? It could have. <laughs> yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't around long enough to see. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, like I, I think you mentioned the the sound effects. Like the score, I thought was actually really good. Like mm. I, I made a note almost immediately that there was a disgusting use of violin in this movie, <laughs> yeah. um, because early in those early tracking shots through the house, you can just hear this like s- multiple screech. And I looked it up, and there's actually they had 33 violins to make the score for this movie, Jesus. which is crazy. Where I was like, that's where the budget. That's where the 1.5 <laughs> yeah, yeah. went. All that violin budget was huge. Um, and then I still think like the same thing we've talked about when before, like the way he turns the first house is a bit creepy in its appearance, or at least like they do a lot to make it super creepy, but like looking at this aesthetically, like, okay, yeah, you can kind of see already. It's a bit creepy. The second house to me is just a regular house. Mm. Yeah. But it's still like, once things kick off, I'm still like tense and waiting and, you know, like, and it also does that thing of like, oh, it's nighttime. Bad things are now going to happen. Like I, yeah, it does make me afraid of the night. I yeah. did like, though, that in the second house, when she's unpacking again alone and you, your heart breaks for her, you're like, no, can someone please be yes. here to see her? Yeah. Um, shit starts happening during the day and yeah. she's like full yeah. on bolting through the house. I love all those shots through the windows and stuff where right. she's looking at someone, then you see her walk across and you watch her view change and it, the guy, dis- the little kid disappears and she's running through the house and you mm. can see her just like running in moving clothes, trying to catch something. And then, oh my god! And then she tries to like she goes after the kid. I'm right. like, what are you doing? Yeah, don't go after the ghost boy. Yeah, do a cast. Just leave. Get out <laughs> of there. <laughs> leave that pile of clothes spinning in the air like Wiley e. Coyote, man. <laughs> Did you guys catch uh, when she's doing like the laundry at the start of that scene? She's doing the laundry. She walks through the laundry room, and there's a quick. There's a boy standing in the corner, facing the corner. Yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, gross. I think it was because it was the first thing of like, hey, this is happening in the day now. Yeah. Mm. Oh. It's it's also, for me, the horror of when it is scary comes from the fact that while it takes them a while, they make the right choice. They move. It doesn't matter. No, yeah. That's, mm. th- that thing is when a horror movie, as we know, they had, there are rules in movies and all that kind of stuff. When a horror movie is like, yeah, yeah. Why don't they just leave? And it's like, eh, it doesn't matter. Or why, why, why don't they fight back? Because it does. Like when when a character addresses the problem in a logical scaredy boy's right. way <laughs> and that solution fails, I'm like, what ho- oh, What hope do I have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. None. Yeah. None. None. I'm dead. Did you like the main kid, Tom? Dalton or? Dalton. The, one the one that's unconscious? Or yeah, the- yeah, yeah. Did you relate to him at all? <laughs> why? Because he's a little shark boy. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> Yeah. Look, I... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was maybe, maybe that's why this movie affected me a bit more than yeah. you guys cuz I was like Do you know that me. about do you know that about Tom Cassidy's a little shark boy? No, but I can see that yeah. very clearly. Yeah. Little shark boy. A little, yeah. little shark boy. <laughs> Sorry, big shark boy. Big shark. Yeah. Big shark shark boy. So yeah. it's just all sharks. <laughs> Nothing else in my head. Yeah. All of it's sharks. God, they got so many teeth. They've earned your respect. They've earned. <laughs> I just keep growing new ones too. Yeah. The yeah. skin is actually made of little teeth. Oh, shark fact. There you go. <laughs> Can't wait till Sharky Boys. <laughs> the inevitable podcast of Sharky Boys. It'll be Tom. It's just me. <laughs> yeah, talking to an empty room. Yeah. Getting up and walking between mics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good fact, Tom. <laughs> All right, do that characters act wisely or foolishly? I think early on, like, they make – I remember watching it. I can't even remember the specific decisions, but mm. I remember thinking, yeah, they're doing a pretty good job. They're like, Rose Burns, yeah. like – Shit's happening to her and she's like, you know, doing the, the things that I like to see, like we got to move, we got to get out of here, yeah. that sort of thing. Patty Wilson, I mean, you, you can't even count him. He just sort of does what he's told but is oh, a pain in the ass yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, again, compared to the steadfast Patty we've seen from The Conjuring, he could yeah. be more different. Oh, so even when like the alarm's going off and there's the, the break-in, yeah. 
just as the words were escaping my mouth, so, grab a fucking weapon, you idiot. He grabbed a weapon. And I was like, right. Ah, all right, good work. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. those things like that were okay. He makes one mistake, though. Oh, okay. Huge mistake. What is it? The lady's like, hey, when you're in the mine palace, don't go near that mine demon woman thing. Just get your oh, son and yeah. get out. Don't, right. do any, don't linger. Yeah. Don't touch anything. Don't do anything extra. Yeah. And what does the dumb boy do? Goes he and stares immediately in that goes window. and stares in that window. Then he's been brain switched. That I will say. So the movie, like after that big scare with the red faced guy, mm. and then it gets a bit silly and it loses you really. Him staring at her, just like her looking at him, and from my memory, she's smiling at him. Mm. Right, right. That is unsettling as fuck. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. I was a bit like, oh no, it's well, not a jump. Right. It's just she's just. It's there. not a jump scare. Yeah, it's just, yeah. She's there, and it's just it's fucked. It's not good to look at. Like this movie does a few of those things where it just takes like not easy tropes. Like you've still got to do it well, which I think they do. But like creepy attic, for example, like these spaces that are so or like, and then yeah, old lady. And I've never seen lipstick red face man before. And like, <laughs> arguably that's wasn't a scary. I love, I just love Elise staring at the roof and Specs is there just furiously drawing the red man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very good descriptive work yeah. by her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause I would, I would have imagined that he was doing lots of little sketches or something, but mm. she must've been like, okay, big arm, big arm, thicker, thicker, thicker arm. Okay. Yeah. Claw, claw. Claw, claw, keep going. Claw, too many claws. It, okay, body, 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 face, red on the face. Like, <laughs> how did he get colour in? Did he get colour in that? Yeah, yeah. he did. He's, he's keeps swapping pencils. Oh, what yeah. yeah. I didn't realise. Yeah. Talented. I, I, I would love a film, a conjuring, mm. just about Specs and Tucker. Yeah. yeah, like if they'd had a whole, like if they'd had that from the start, that would actually be a pretty good time. And you yeah. could still have it spooky because. Yeah. They're a little dumb. So, cool. Put them in a setting they think they're equipped for, but they're actually not equipped for. 100%. I reckon you could you could have a movie where everyone else is terrified because they have a reason to be. Yeah. And they're just like, whoa, another day at the office. Whoa. Beats <laughs> a desk <laughs> job. Like. But Tucker, he's afraid. He is, yeah. He sees something yeah, when he does a photo or whatever. He puts and he the, to freak puts the lenses thing on and he, yeah. sees, he sees the woman. Yes. Yeah. 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 So there's fear in that too. You have these guys who are, you know, they're, bumbling but they're capable at their job yeah and then suddenly if they're afraid that's scary yeah yeah what that's they, true Specs wants to write a book doesn't he or that's it he's gonna yeah. write the book and uh, he's gonna draw the that picture was that's right weird because yeah. that Tucker's was gonna after write the book. that's right yeah and he'll draw the pictures for yeah. it that was like yeah. after the main conclusion of the film mm. and then there's it felt like ah oh, like we're in this like period of like calm down and all the tension that was meant to be built mm. up is now released Okay, and then they just, it seemed like a post credit scene or something where yeah, they're like, yeah. hey, man, what are you going to do after this? And then there's more horror film afterwards. It's so <laughs> yeah. strange. And you were speaking about tropes before, and yeah. on the on the characters making good decisions, I feel like, yeah, the start of the movie, you are following Rose Byrne, and you're like, yeah, she's making great decisions. Mm. And then everyone in the film stops making decisions, and they just get told what to do. Yeah, and then yeah. And then the film ends up following a trope that I personally don't love in horror mm. which is if you just believe and you tell the bully to stop they will mm. and i don't think that's good yeah. i don't think that's a good lesson and um and i guess it doesn't work because he's just yelling at her to get out and it doesn't work right so the whole end was a woman explaining what was happening what mm. needed to happen it was a lot of tell there was zero show yeah yeah there was one sure. shot of him hovering over his own head as a kid right um, but she's like this is the power you have this is what you need to do mm. there's no visuals and then and then she's like i've given you all the instructions go all you need to do is you've got it within yourself you can do it yeah, like, oh. yeah. 
Yeah, and then even like the the like I'll follow my voice back, and then Rose Byrne gets on the mic, which again, like the final thing that our original protagonist does is just like, "Come home, I'm over here." Like, "You're all right, you can do it." Yeah. I, I found it, yeah, really quite weak and disappointing. Imagine if he gets in and he goes, "He's too deep," right? And they're like, "Well, he's too deep," and she's like, well, "Put me in," and she's like, "You're not trained. You don't know how to do this." She's yeah, like, yeah. I love him. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. That'd be so much cooler. And then right. she's in there. Just punching the shit out of demons. <laughs> Rose Byrne punches a ghoul. Mm. Well, I thought what would happen as we were watching it was he was going to save his kid and he was just going to be like, I'll hold him off, that kind of thing, which, right. again, very tropey. Yeah. But at least you sort of yeah. – it felt, that would have felt like a more complete ending. Yeah, well, it also would have felt like, the like as you said, this turned into an action movie. So that's, that's almost an action movie trope. Great, slotted in, why not? And especially because he was a character who didn't believe and didn't do his part initially. So, yeah, you're right. That would have worked a lot better. What I thought was going to happen. And then, then, you know, flip-flop. We got lots of flippy. Yeah. Well, speaking of things I thought was going to happen, I thought for sure, mostly because this is what the poster looked like, Creepy Kid was going to be a way bigger part of this Me too. movie. I'm like, okay, I'm, I've I've got to straddle in for some creepy yeah. kid action. And like yeah. he threw some people around a room and that was kind of it. I, I thought he was going to be possessed and would be like walking around and, and doing be super shit. creepo. Yeah. yeah, I thought like most of the evening demon stuff would be him and maybe, you know, they could only inhabit his body for a short amount of time yeah, and like, yeah. that was going to be something to yeah. consider because they're like, yeah, they haven't taken him yet so we have to, yes. you know, manage that and not hurt our kid but we can't let him kill us. Mm. And I absolutely hated when he was a demon boy throwing everyone everywhere. It's like, oh, my God, what decision are you going to make? That's your son. Like, you've missed him and he's yeah. walking. Like, what are all these emotions? And then she just walks, Elise walks up and she's like, leave. Yeah. And the scary man's like, all right. Yeah. I guess I'll go and I'll try again later. Like, he yeah. was in. Yeah. Wasn't that the whole thing that once he's in, we're he's fucked? In. Yeah. And then he was in and she's like, no. <laughs> okay, I'll go back to sharpening my claws and I'll try again. I'm gonna sing my favorite song. <laughs> oh my god! It, I when I watch that scene, when I remember it, mm. circus music is playing. Well, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what, is that what is it's, playing? It's tiptoe through the tulips. Oh wow! Yeah, it's. I don't know. I remember watching this. Before we did it for this, again, because my girlfriend is like, let's watch horror movies. Mm. And I messaged both of you. Yeah. I said, we should do Insidious. It has some scary bits in it, but it also has one of the goofiest fucking things I've ever seen. <laughs> and it's that scene. Yeah. He's sharpening his claws and then he's looking at the window. Like, yeah, yeah, madness. Just like, I'm sc- like, here's the thing. I watched the movie and I'm like, you're funny. If that guy showed up in my real life, shit my pants and die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just That's a given. Yeah. Just had to put that out there that I'm not brave. Shocking news. Breaking news, in fact. Wow. <laughs> yeah, on, the, on the podcast entitled Scary Boys. Can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Reid, big cab. <laughs> All right, well, on that, how would we have done in this situation? Better. Mm. Well, We'd believe. We'd be- yeah, like, well, oh. Roseburn does pretty quick. Like, she's, she's on board without too much hassle. But if it's the four of us. Yeah. We don't have the hurdle that she has in Patty Wilson. We're all like, oh, oh. no, cool, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Demon ghosts. Do you know what I would have done differently if I were Patty Wilson? The second I figured out or was told specifically that, like, hey, you have extra strength because you're mm. alive, I would have been a menace in there. Are you serious? <laughs> She's like, you have extra strength. And he just gives a big shove and the guy goes comedically flying. I'm like, oh, my God, I would fuck it up in Dreamland. Just like, be a wrecking ball right yeah. Superman there. that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all four of us could go in there, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, it would yeah. have to be one. Yeah, I should know. No, all four of us are going in there to save our 
sun. Yeah. So <laughs> collective there, sun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In there, we're stronger than red faced man. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. Punch a hole in his head. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like she immediately is like, it very much feels like a video game that is designed for you to turn your brain off and feel accomplished. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, but wait, you have powers. Yeah. And I feel like the even that. That location isn't established well enough. She's like, they live in the further and they have it as this really mysterious place that people want to get out of. And then you're like, oh, these people are like trapped in a holding bay and like that's scary and Mm -hmm. they're reliving this like death. That's terrifying. Then this guy's got a house. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Like he's doing something. I'm like, why he's decorating. He's getting some lovely furnishings in there. He's made a machine for his nails. I'm like, he lives here. What? This is weird. You've, You've made it seem like. Oh, yeah, very, very strange. He just runs a mani petty in there. He's actually just I trying to start let a business. Him stay home. Why does he want to be a ten-year-old boy? Because he because he wants alive? to cause harm. I think is the explanation. Yeah. She says he wants to hurt other people. He wants to harm other people. Someone like that. And I'm like, oh, boo. Well, <laughs> like, that's then, boring then, as hell. Take oh, yeah. over a big guy with a gun then. Yeah. I'm going to take over this 10-year-old boy who can be stopped by, I don't know, detention. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Or an old lady saying no. Take like, over the rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. Yeah. Well, He's, I think I, we'd beat him. I, yeah, I'd I'd so actually, easy. I'd love to beat the shit out of I that think, guy. I think, given the the fact this turns into an action movie, we should just go full hog in action movie. The four of us are in there. Some hard beat music comes in, full Fast and Furious. We just start throwing punches. Yeah. Oh yeah, tiptoe through the meadow like it was like a big record scratch, <laughs> yes, and then yes. some ACD, please. So you yeah. say, play. Yeah. we're throwing quips at each other. Yeah. We're high five yeah. as we're punching. Sabotage by the Beast Boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's nice. The there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what we want. <laughs> Is uh, part of it like an imagination thing? Can you manifest any sort of weapon in there what, or anything? Probably. Like, I, why it, not? There's yeah. no rules. There's no rules. She gave them no rules and was like, it's astral projection. Oh, yeah. And so it was like, it feels like a dream. And you're making mm. him stronger. Can he just do whatever? And I figured he could do whatever mm. because he gets to his son who's in shambles. He's like, oh, I got it. Yeah. It just starts breaking shit. I'm like, yeah, come good on. Call. Yeah, yeah. Try flying. Try flying. Mm. Okay, that's what I'm doing differently. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying flying. I'm not going to yeah, walk yeah, to yeah, this yeah, spooky yeah. house full of fog. I'm going to fly there. Well, if you can project, you should just be like sun and be right there anyway. You shouldn't right. even have to travel. Yeah, but we want to fuck some demons up on the way. Yeah. Get yeah. them on the way out. Oh, yeah. Okay. I fly Superman style two fists out, but like a bit <laughs> further out. And I just, I hammerhead shark my way through, <laughs> through the further. <laughs> I think we nailed it. I think, I think Insidious never stood a chance. Yeah. Because we got a professional with us. <laughs> We've got the professional. <laughs> professional hammerhead shark. That's what the secret was. That's what the reveal is. Cass is a professional hammerhead shark puncher. <laughs> well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And I've been Cass. Cass, thank you very, very much for joining us. This is a genuine, genuine treat. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> uh, and if you scared listeners would like to contact us, you can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually. I'm at Me Day Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Orca Treed. And I'm at Cass Cass Page. Stay scared, everyone. He, he gives me Goober vibes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.